Hello, my friend. Welcome back to Lady Preacher. I am so thankful for all of you for giving us grace and space through the month of December. I have missed you all, but I'm so thankful for time to focus on family, on holidays, on closing out my time with my two beautiful churches and my husband's church as well. If you haven't heard the news, we are moving from Wisconsin back to the Pacific Northwest. We are both from there and I haven't lived there in almost 14 years, which is just wild to think about. Our families, especially our parents are so excited to have us back. We are grateful to be going back, but of course, so heartbroken at, at leaving our communities here. So many of you have been part of what that community is here. I started this podcast in 2020, and I'm just so thankful for the ways that you have jumped on this ride with me. We are going to continue taking a small break through the first part of January, but we will be back mid-January with interviews and your favorite content. Today, I, I just thought I'd give you that update and also share with you the New Year's Eve sermon I preached at my churches today. It's one that feels near and dear to my heart. This is my favorite holiday, and I, I hope it touches you. So if you don't mind, let's read some scripture together. This is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 22 through 38, from the New Revised Standard Version, updated edition. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother, Mary, this child is destined for the falling and the rising of many and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. Then as a widow to the age of 84, she never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child. To all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. Friends, let's pray together. Gracious God, may we hear this story of Simeon, of Anna the prophet, of Joseph and Mary and the Christ child. And may we have faith like them. 
May we be the type of people who listen to the Holy Spirit's nudging. May we be the people who pray daily, who seek you, who listen for you, and who believe fully that your peace will come. God, open our hearts and our minds and fill us with your love today and every day. In the name of grace, we pray. Amen. Friends, as a pastor, I know my favorite holiday is supposed to be Christmas or Easter, but really my favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. I love the feeling of a fresh start, getting to reflect on what has been and reflect on what I want to do going forward, who I want to be, how I want to continue to live into my life and into my faith. It just feels like a fresh start. I'm also someone who likes Mondays for the same reason, that they feel like a new beginning. Like last week was last week, but let's start new this week. And same for the year. Last year was last year. Let's move into the next year. And one of the pieces I love is that aspect of reflection, that we can look back on all that has been or has not been, all that happened, all that didn't happen, what worked and what didn't. What have you been grateful for? What were you not grateful for? And perhaps most importantly, where did you see God this year? When you look back on 2023, when was a time God felt near to you? When did you feel more connected? And it doesn't have to be a big flashbang moment, right? Not many of us like Simeon in the scripture we read get a dream from the Holy Spirit with a message. A lot of times it's simple and small. You know, maybe it's just a nudge. Maybe it's just a friend who reached out just at the right moment with words you needed to hear. Maybe it was you looked up at the sky right as dusk was beginning and there was that first sparkling star. Maybe it was the smell of something that just brought you back to a special moment. These little tiny glimpses of God. When did those happen in 2023? My mom was a preacher and in one of her sermons, she said, faith isn't just something that's learned in Sunday school. It's something that comes through everyday experiences with God. We are told, especially through the Christmas season, that God is always with us. We celebrate God Emmanuel, God with us. But that sometimes begs the question of where, where is God with us? How do you know? How do you feel God? What does it mean to look for God in our lives? I think it requires a certain attentiveness or a faithfulness, if you will a listening or a paying attention, kind of tuning our ears to hear or our eyes to see or our spirits to feel, paying attention to that. Simeon in our story today was great at this type of paying attention. The whole reason he's in the temple this particular day is because it says the spirit guided him. I like to call it the Holy Spirit nudge. The Spirit nudged him to go to the temple that day. He had been told in a dream by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he saw the Lord's Messiah. And he believed that so strongly. And this particular day, an ordinary day in his life, something told him 
Simeon, go to the temple. And he listens. So he goes to the temple. And while he's there, who does he see but Joseph and Mary and the Christ child? What a gift that he listened that day. We all know those moments when the Holy Spirit nudges us. Hey, you should call that person. That, that little nudge you, you feel. And sometimes kind of like a mosquito in your ear, we swat it away. We don't listen to that Holy Spirit telling us to do something or to go somewhere or whatever it might be, say something. But Simeon listened. He listened to that nudge and he went and he had been waiting his whole life for this moment. He knew with his whole being, he would not die without seeing the Messiah. And sure enough, on this day, he listened to that nudge, went to the temple and who walks in, but Joseph and Mary and the Christ child. So one of my new year's resolutions is to have faith like Simeon, to listen for the Holy Spirit, to go when the Holy Spirit says go, and to believe with my whole heart that I will see the Messiah one day. And maybe it'll just be in those little glimpses, but to believe with my whole being that one day I will see God's peace and God's love on this earth. But I also want to have faith like Anna, the prophet. Anna It says she was of great age. She was 84. So y'all who are 84, God's peace to you. It's a great age according to scripture. Anna had been married only for seven years, likely married at a young age, and has been a widow since then. And now she's 84. And it says since her husband died, she's gone to the temple every day to pray. Fasting and praying and praising God every day. Whether it's a good day or a bad day or just an ordinary day, she goes, she shows up and prays with God. And on this particular day, again, an ordinary day, she goes to the temple as she always does. And who does she meet but the Messiah? She overhears Simeon talking to this mother and father with their little baby saying, you are the Messiah. And what a beautiful thing that is. And so I want to have faith like Anna to keep showing up. Imagine the grief she must have felt. And yet she keeps praying. She keeps going and showing up. And here she encounters the Messiah. When Simeon in this story sees the parents and the baby, he takes the child and blesses the child. And then he turns to Mary. He turns to Mary and he says, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Can you imagine a new parent with this beautiful child and you've heard these wonderful things about him and then this man turns to you and says, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. This is a reminder that Even when we are so faithful, even when we say yes to the big and scary things, I mean, imagine the courage it took for Mary to say yes to God. When the angel Gabriel came to her and spoke to her and and said, you will bear a child and you will name him Jesus and he'll be the Messiah. And now this other man is affirming this is the Messiah. And yet a sword will also pierce your heart. For me, it's a reminder that even when we are faithful, even when we say these big yeses to God, when we pray night and day, watching and looking for God, going when the Spirit says go, 
there will still be hardship and grief and pain. My friends, like Mary, something will pierce your heart too. But that doesn't take away the miracle of the Christ child. In our world, we sometimes like to think of things as either or. It's either all good or all bad. But truly, we live in a paradox. We live in the paradox of both and. Life is complicated and messy and things will pierce your soul. And God will show up and comfort you and bless you and keep you and God's face will shine upon you and give you peace. All of that, all at once, like with Mary, the miracle of the Christ child, along with the promise of a sword piercing her soul too. Something will break your heart and there will be miracles. My friends, as you look back at 2023, I am sure there were things that devastated, things that broke your heart, broke your spirit, broke your soul, that shook your faith, that changed the foundation underneath you, things that pierced your soul. And I am certain there were also moments that healed you, moments that brought you so much joy. Moments, maybe even in grief, that God showed up for you. Both and. Both heartbreak and miracles. And my friends, as you move now into 2024, may you have faith like Simeon, who listens to the Spirit's nudging and believes with his whole being that one day he will see the Messiah. May you believe too that you will see glimpses of God in your life. And may you have faith like Anna, praying relentlessly, whether it's a good day or a bad day or an ordinary day. May you keep showing up and looking and listening for God. Again, trusting that one day you will encounter a miracle. And may you also have faith like Mary and Joseph, who trust in the miracle, even amidst the promise of heartbreak. My friends, may you know that God is with you always, that God's love is always there, that you are held in that grace. Go forth into your year, blessed and held by the love of our creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Thanks be to God. And thanks be to you, my friends. And I will be back with you with more episodes later this month. God's peace, my friends. Take care. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.